everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Rosie Recap. This is Lauren and Charville, as always, your two co-hosts for the season. But with us is another special guest. It is our good friend, Bracken. He is Hello. a reality TV um, enthusiast, and he's very excited to be joining us today. So welcome, Bracken. Thank you. Thank you. I am very excited. Very excited. I'm very excited that you're here. I was kind of surprised when you said you wanted to do this because you never struck me as like a Bachelor fan. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a Bachelor fan, but I am a fan of reality TV. I live, I live for the moments where people are crying or, or super upset or super, you know, just all those things happening <laughs> on reality TV. I like, I like those kinds of things. So yeah, well, I'm, you're, uh, you're on the right show for that. Apparently so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did say you've seen Jason Mesnick's season. That's actually yeah, something I, I I've did. never seen, but that you have a good background because I know it was pretty iconic season. It was pretty, it was pretty great, pretty great. great. He had lots of dumb stuff, so that was funny. That was good, always good. <laughs> so, this was, this was literally my um, first episode of a reality TV show, and... Um, yeah, I was just I, about to say, like, what was your first impression of it all? I am, I don't know how to gauge this, like, there, there was so much happening. So much yeah. happened in this one episode, it was, in, it was insane, I feel like this is one of the like most exciting night ones I've watched in a while. Um, just to get it straight, like uh, I need to know what the time timeline is. Like, what's going on? How how many days was it between the the first time that he starts meeting the women and then the 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 night in which he gives the roses away? That's, is it the same night? That's night. one night. Like you saw the sun up. Like that was the morning. That was the next day. They went all night long. Wow. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor everyone involved. <laughs> Cameramen, producers, everyone. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. The production value, I, I, I get that. Like, the production the women. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, see, so here's the thing. The women have a goal, and that is to create a nice impression, right? Yeah. But, but Matt James is the guy who needs to, like, you know, be, be the same person to every woman even though he's literally sitting through the whole night and and is has to like make a judgment on every woman that he's meeting that's that's a very heavy job to say yeah i've never really thought about how he has to probably answer the same question 30 times right that's and I, I i will say that so far matt is way more likable than jason way more really oh well, yeah well I think he's just super likable in the sense that a lot of people don't know much about him, so there's no bad qualities to him. Nobody That's has true. a bad yeah. impression of him. Something but he seems, eventually. <laughs> yeah, some something will something will make its way out. But he just really seems like a good, genuine guy from the piece we got at least, which I mean yep. I guess that could be editing, but he really does seem like a really good guy. So <laughs> even though Sarah does do kind of a gimmick, she's already sharing um some important things to her, some hardships she's gone through in her life with her sick dad. Um, it really kind of draws the audience to her in that intro package. And uh, when I saw that, I knew she was going to be somebody who probably goes far. Mm. Mm -hmm. Is she the one that her dad had ALS? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They spent a lot of time on her, I felt like. They did. And she's a broadcast journalist and they put clips of her working. And yeah. so there's a lot of effort going into Sarah. Um, I do think she's going to go far. It, it brought him to tears, so. Yeah. So then we start with the limo entrances, kind of. We have Chris Harrison and Matt 
out there, we learned that Matt is 6'5". He is very tall, and he makes Chris Harrison look very short. <laughs> Which I don't think Chris Harrison is actually short, but Matt James is just huge. He's just a massive man. So then they have a little chat, you know, and Chris Harrison's trying to give him sage advice because Chris has been doing it since the beginning. Matt James is new. Um, I thought it was a very deep conversation. But Chris okay. Harrison says, if you're not emotional, you're probably not doing this right. And I thought that spoke to you, Racken, in your love for reality TV. True, yeah. So what he was saying was, look, if you're not going to be emotional on the show, get off our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, you have to bring emotion to the table. You just can't be this nice guy the whole time. I thought it was funny because he was like, okay, you ready to meet the women? He was like, uh, can I talk to you? He's like, are you sure you don't want to meet the women? He was like, okay. So then they just went like into some like super lavish like study room. Yeah. Like, Oh, my yeah. roommate my roommate also said that it looked like we were watching a soap opera. That room just gave off soap yeah. opera vibes, and it so did. I don't know where – I know Nima Colon is in Pennsylvania, but I need to go there. It's just <laughs> – it's insane. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's a big place. Anyway, so we do get to the limo entrances fairly quickly. Um, I feel like they're usually drawn out, and we just kind of got right into them. And I always know the first limo entrance is always somebody – that's going to be a key player in this. And sure enough, Brie walks out, who was somebody that I had in my top two. And after this, she remains in my top two because they just seem like they had this instant click. She's gorgeous. She's wearing a shade of green that is so hard to pull off and she's pulling it off. And Matt actually looks nervous speaking to her. Like his composition, maybe it was because she was the first one, but he just seems so taken aback by her. And I think they really click. To be honest with you, I feel that um, I, I I honestly feel that that's that's just because she um, came out first. Right. It might not have been. She might not have been first though. They could have just re. It could edit in a way to where it made her. That's first. true. That's true. That's who we saw first though. Yeah. So, so when I told Charlie we were walking, I thought that the best entrances were the ones they showed first. So next is Rachel, and she, to me, is just stunning. I don't know. The whole episode, every time she came on the screen, I just said, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. She's just so beautiful to me. I love her, and I just think she's relatable, and she's gorgeous. Rachel was very um, grounded. Like, she was, she, was, yeah, she was relatable. She was extremely beautiful. I mean, she is extremely beautiful. Um, the, the one thing... Okay, so are we only talking about the entrances or are we talking about what happens in the show also later to the character? We'll, we'll get to what happens later on, later on. Just talk about the entrances. So, okay, all right. Okay, so so just with the limo entrance, I feel she did a good job because it was classy, it was elegant, it was not over the top. At the same time, it was enough for Matt James to remember her name. So, originally. All I know is she was absolutely breathtakingly beautiful to me. Yeah. I agree. Gorgeous. Her dress was beautiful, but not the best dressed. I'm sorry. She didn't get my best dressed. I, I have another best dressed, but that's coming up. Next, we have Jacenia. I don't remember what she did, but I remember saying, like, oh, that's not good. Raphael <laughs> texted me that she's out. He goes, Jacenia's out. And I was like, what, what happened? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I felt that she came on a little too strong. At Matt. What'd she say? From what I remember, uh, she was coming too strong at Matt. And uh, I think she, so 
from what I understand, Matt was a little um, apprehensive about commitment. Mm-hmm. And, and she, I think, was talking about, like, you know, what she wants out of a man and, like, um, basically, like, what she's expecting and all that stuff. And I feel like that was a little too strong for that guy. Um, just, you know, basically just introduce yourself, like, tell something impressive about yourself, you know. I think, I, I, I okay. I'm a novice in this. I'm an amateur in this. So maybe my opinions are not what everybody's expecting, but I just feel that it's, it could probably be better for the women if they are just like introducing themselves and then just, you know, moving along and letting him. No, that's not entertaining. You don't want to be entertained. All I've gotten from this so far is you don't want to be entertained at all. (laughs) I care about the women and the guy over there. Oh my gosh, you would never make it on this show. Here's what I got from her. It was corny, but not corny enough to make me laugh at her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but she's not out. She did get a rose. Yeah, so I guess I guess Matt James liked it. But well, I guess um, Matt James did like it. But, uh, didn't didn't do it for me. <laughs> Let's move on to Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea was my best dressed woman of the night. Holy cow, that dress shook me to my core. She looked fantastic. It was so bold. It was incredible. I think, we I, have, I think we have two different opinions on that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I could never pull off a dress like that, and she was rocking it. She is a supermodel, and she gave me supermodel. She delivered. I loved it. You gave me hey. supergirl vibes because I thought she was wearing a cape with that, with that dress. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I agree. We were laughing about that. It did look like as if she had a cape on, but, but for me – she that dress was good it was good i but i feel it was a little too revealing and and i, I don't know much about dresses again all right i'm right now i'm considering why i'm i'm giving these opinions because because i don't know much about dresses i'm a kind of like an amateur to to the bachelor um but i just feel that i i just feel that her dress was good but it could have uh, been a little bit more elegant. Her dress made my jaw drop. I said, yes, that was red carpet. That was Grammys. That was VMAs. Red carpet. I loved it. I was here for it. Okay, Put her so, on the cover of Vogue. Put her on the cover of Vogue. So, so in my books, there's a there's a difference between the best dress, and that includes like elegance and and and, and all of that stuff, and then a dress that's going to make you. Uh, think and have fun and thrill you basically you know that that's that kind of a dress for me like it's, it, it thrilled me i was like wow that looks uh very different it's um you know awesome she's 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 carrying it with a lot of confidence she looks good in it but it's not the dress that that made me um you know feel feel out of this world well fashion is objective so right, fashion is in the person's eyes. It, it, yeah, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So Chelsea, uh, all I put down is that dress in all caps with a ton of S's and confident. She just was confident. I will say she was really tall because she was only like two inches shorter than Matt she's James. Six, she's six feet tall. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. So, so. If they had babies. That's a basketball team right there or a volleyball team. Not necessarily. Genes don't go like that. Okay. Their grandsons, uh, I, I would be very happy to see them have short children. <laughs> yeah, you want them to get married just so they can have short children. 
I, I would love to see that and then have like tall grandkids because usually genes skip skip a generation so okay yeah. well next i was limo was mari and i did not expect from mari what we got she had a nice planned line i liked it but when she walked away matt james said that was the moment that was that moment oh yeah what yeah. i did not i don't know i just didn't expect her to come out of the gate so strong, I didn't expect him to be like, whoa, that was that moment that I wanted to feel. Yeah, he was seriously into her. He was super into her. Mari went to my top five. She went to your top five? Yeah. Honestly, with that comment, she could she could bump to my top four. She uh, she was my best dressed woman. Really? Tell I, us, Darville. I found the dress to be extremely elegant. It was... It was. It was it was silver. It was, uh, I think it was silver um, or, yeah. or, or gray. I don't know how, how would you call it? Yeah, it was that? shiny. It was shimmery. Yeah, it was shiny. Okay, let's go with silver. Yes. So it was, it was silvery and, and um, it was very elegant. And I liked that. I was like, okay, this, this, looks, this looks really good. I so, did like her dress a lot too. Yeah. And plus then after that Matt James reaction, I was like, yeah, he's into her. Uh, she had an awesome dress. She had a you know, nice classy entrance. It was not something very corny she didn't like you know impose herself on him but at the same mm -hmm. time she did show her presence yeah she she definitely went to my top five so Sarville said if he's into her i'm into her <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny i i do like mari and we talked about her looking like a kardashian before and she really does look like a kardashian even more on tv I really liked her, and I didn't expect it. So, Mari, I apologize for not believing in you from the beginning. Well, Charvel, would you like to talk about Maggie's entrance? Yes. That smile on your face just got so big. <laughs> okay, so uh, Maggie's my girl. She's awesome. She's 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 wonderful already. Um, I feel that like her entrance was kind of cut short though to be honest with you yeah a little bit they didn't give it a lot of screen time they didn't give it a lot of screen time and i was kind of scared that she's going to go away very soon because of that reason but at the same time you can't deny that she is really beautiful oh, her, yeah. her entrance was not bad at all no. and 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 her accent oh my gosh i was like yes your accent is so cool here's here's what i think I don't think she's lasting long. I hate to break really? it. Really? I don't. I don't get. I don't get. I don't get that vibe. Wow. See much of her at all in the whole show. Yeah. I don't. I don't picture Matt James as the kind of guy to go for like an older woman like that. Um, she is thirty-two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'll be I, wrong. I don't think age is a factor when you're considering people like Kit after that. You know, like it's it's he's he's right in the middle of that spectrum, thirty-two and twenty-one, and he's twenty-seven. I feel that there's there's chance for Maggie, but I, I feel that if you look into her achievements, that what she's done in her life, she's 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 blowing some of the people out of water. Like when when we think about that. Yeah, we're gonna talk about her life and her accomplishments and what she's gone through. That's insane. Right, and and I I feel that any guy who wants a serious relationship would want to be with such a woman because, you know, that that that, that means that you basically are with a woman who can take care of herself and you why would you not want to be with her you know that's the thing though i'm not sure if matt james wants it wants a, that serious of a relationship i think he wants a little bit more uh floaty fun you know a little bit of fun before he settles down i i could see that but doesn't the bachelor end with marriage 
Yeah, well, you, they don't make, they don't force you to get married. All right. Well, moving on from Maggie, we have Carolyn, who I thought she had a nice entrance. I really like Lavender. She, uh, she gifted Matt James with some lavender. He, she handed him some lavender. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, she said that somebody in her family, I think, grows lavender. Oh, I, 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 I could not figure out what that was. I don't know why. But... Yeah, me either. I she was said like, it. She said, this is lavender. Oh, I have my subtitles on. Right. We, we, we were just too it. struck over Maggie to notice what Carolyn was doing. <laughs> I was, not Bracken, apparently. You break my heart, Bracken. Nope, not Maggie. Wow. Well, it obviously didn't work out very well for Carolyn because she does go home, but I thought it was a nice entrance and I like Lavender. The next two entrances, I kind of clumped together because it was Sydney and Kristen. Both of them came out with very not so subtle lines about how hot Matt James is. Yeah, those are instant. Really? Kristen, yeah. very interestingly, she was trending on Twitter the other day because um, one of her friends from college or somebody that she knew in college tweeted that Kristen got on a subway with her going the wrong direction, like not going to Kristen's stop because there was a kind of a creepy man that was hitting on her. He was married and Kristen could tell that he was trying to maybe cheat on his wife or have um, bad intentions. And so she rode the subway all the way with her to avoid that. Wow. And I thought that that is a standout woman right there. That is somebody who I really like and I can get behind. Wow, that's pretty nice. But, um, is Kristen like, I don't know. I mean, did, did she make that sort of an impression on Matt though? What no, do I don't, I don't know. I mean, she stayed, but what we saw of her was not that much. I wish we would have seen more of her personality. Like we saw in the intro packages or what we've heard about her from Twitter, but they just pretty much showed her getting out of the limo saying this line about how attracted she is to Matt. Because somebody was hogging all the Matt time. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> there was a lot of Matt hogging this episode. Yeah, I have I have a lot of stuff to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get. I know you do. I know you both will have a lot to say about that. Um, the next girl, Anna, who came out of the limo, Charvel also texted me that she's out. He yes, said, Anna, uh, she's out. And I was like, why? What did she do? She just had that survival kit. I thought the red flags were funny. I gave her my first impression award. Really? Oh, tell us why. I just think that it wasn't too much. It also wasn't too little, you know? I agree. I, I thought it was funny. I thought what she did was really funny. I, I felt it was trying to reach out for laughs from him. I felt that his laughs were forced at that point. Mm. Well, maybe, but I still think it was funny enough, but not too funny to where it's like, okay, this is awkward, you know? Because she was also hinting at red flags from other women. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That's funny. That was stuff. funny. That was really funny. <laughs> right, but but it kind of starts the com competition immediately. You know what I'm saying? This like, is a competition. You're in a game. You're literally playing the game. Yeah, it's a game show, Shargo. <laughs> I have a soft spot for all the women and the guy. Like I, I want all of them to have a nice life. Ooh. <laughs> So that's interesting. I would not have thought that she got your first impression, Rose. That's really cool. That's really interesting. Yep, yep, yep. I liked Anna too, and she was having like a meltdown when she thought she wasn't getting a rose. And oh yeah, that yeah. was funny too. Well, she gets Bracken's first impression, Rose, and the next girl actually gets my first impression, Rose. Kayla. She pulls uh -huh. up in a truck. 
It's our first entrance that we see not coming out of a limo. So she's like the first grand entrance. I thought her entrance was amazing. Yeah. She gets my first impression rose for this reason. They're both from North Carolina and she plays off that. I think when you're meeting all these people, you really gravitate to somebody that you have an instant connection with. So somebody from my hometown came and did something very similar very reminiscent of that. Even their little mini date, she did sweet tea. If we just had like a date where they did something to remind me of home, that would make me feel comfortable. And that's a really good first impression. It's very real. It's very like, hey, we have this connection. And I just want to, I just want to like have this moment where we're both from this place and we can relate here and we can bond over it. And that really struck me. I thought it was an amazing move. I thought it was an amazing entrance. And she gets my first impression rose. Funny because she got my best limo entrance award. I'm still deciding on best limo entrance, actually. Um, she is she is the one I'm deciding between. No, I think I'm thinking I'm gonna give it to the other one. Yeah. She gets my first impression rose. She she gets my best limo entrance to it just because oh. I like the truck. Hey. Yeah. I, I felt I felt that was different, and that was like calling out to the fact that she's from the same um, right. area as Matt. Um, but more than that, it later on in the show you get to see the kind of effort that she put into it. Yeah, on their uh, to drive the to drive the truck. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah the pillow and everything at the end we saw. Right, right, and and that made the entrance uh, that much more special for me because that means that that person is putting in a lot of effort, and that means she wants to actually you know uh, make an impression on him. So the truck was not corny anymore. It was it was sweet. Bracken, so, did you just give it to her because you like the truck? No, I gave it to her because I I saw it as a very strategic move. I think. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was a thought out plan. It wasn't just go. Oh, I'm gonna be sweet and cute. No, it was. It was strategic because she knew that it was going to strike a chord with him. And she kept right. it home the whole night. Like, oh, sweet tea. Oh, mason jars. Oh, truck. You know? I think we're all in agreement here. That's why she gets my first impression, Rose. And that's why she gets your best limo entrances. I I think it was amazing. And she's going far. I think she's going far, too. Yeah. And I think when you say it was planned out and strategic, so it was Katie's with the vibrator. But that was not something that's really going to strike a chord like this. So it was a much better strategy, in my opinion. Yes. Yes. Well, next, a bit of a controversial one. Serena C. She trips. Is it intentional or is it not intentional? Intentional. Hands down. Oh, yeah. That's intentional right there. I think it was a strategized move, too. But she played it off to look like it was an accident. It was very well executed. She's really good at acting. I, I like that. I like her. Now, right after Serena C, we have Serena P, who has the step stool, which I thought was really cute. I thought that was, like, super cute. Good idea. She's I agree. The step stool was uh, nice. Um, but, I mean, it was awkward to put it over there, I guess. I mean, like, she was just carrying the step stool around. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of a clunky thing to carry around, but it was cute because she's 5'2". He's 6'5". That kind of breaks the ice a little bit. It was definitely one of the better props that was used i think yeah definitely i, I think it would be the best prop if i had to give a prop of the night award i would give the prop of the night award yeah, to we should, we that too. prop of the night <laughs> okay what's your prop of the night everyone <laughs> well, kit. that's mine okay step stool and step stool is the step stool your prop of the night travel 
or do you want to um, give it the vibrator? <laughs> oh no, not at all. I thought it was a mic for the longest time. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, no, um, prop of the night goes to um, the car, if the, uh, the, the truck basically, if, okay. if the truck can okay. be the prop, because yeah. that really hit a, hit, hit, hit a tone with him. Like it, I do it, agree that's a good prop of the night. Yeah. Well, next we have Alicia who comes out doing a professional ballet dance. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really think that's a great idea. Um, yeah. I think showing off your profession is cool, but not in that setting. <laughs> I think that's a weird, I don't know, I just think it's, because you don't really know what to say. Like, what do you say if you're Matt James? Like, oh, great performance. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's obviously very talented, very gifted, a great ballerina. I wish I could dance like her. But it was kind of, it's kind of one of those things where people, like, sing for you, and you're like, wow, that was amazing. Like, what do you say? Exactly. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about that. Okay, so here's the thing, because the dance was absolutely beautiful. Like come on, ballet, the a professional ballerina, she she was using her um talents over there and making a good impression, I guess. But at the same time, I didn't feel that she got enough time to actually like or or maybe she just didn't put in a lot of time to actually have that conversation with him at that point when she does meet him, you know, like it was not a very long drawn out conversation. It was not something that caught his eye except for like the dance, but the dance was solo. So I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> like it's, it, it didn't include him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's right. like- It might've been cool if she taught him a dance. Right, right, right. That, that would have been a very good entrance because yeah. then- Bracken, no, you're shaking your head. No, I think, I think in a situation less is more. I really do. I don't know. I feel like in the situation, more is more. Well, no, so, agree. <laughs> so, so, so this is how the conversation goes in that hypothetical scenario where she's like, "Hi, I'm uh, Alicia. I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a ballet uh, you know dancer. I'm a professional ball ballerina. Um, would you like to learn some moves?" You yeah, know? that would be. I think that would be a really good entrance. Right. So, so, so he she she teaches it over there, and that's a cute move moment between the two people. Like it's it's. Yeah. Instead of like just dancing towards him, which is right. you know fun to see but easy to forget. So the next entrance, I was really disappointed by because we talked in our breakdown about Sine, yes. and I thought she was going to bring a real live goat. I thought she was going to bring an actual goat, and she was wearing goat feet slippers, not a real goat. I was expecting a real live animal. I did not want him to get a goat because goats. The participation award, actually. You gave her the participation trophy? Yeah, because I just don't think that really landed the way she wanted it to land. No, it didn't. Um, it's kind of weird and like creepy almost. And it's just creepy. like. I mean, it was funny. It was a gimmick. It was a funny thing, but it yeah. just. I was expecting a real goat. And the fact that it wasn't a real goat. That would definitely have been cooler, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I was against the whole goat giving idea because goats are a lot of responsibility, guys. Go goats <laughs> cannot be taken lightly. You know, you have to feed the goat. You have to take care of the goat. You have to give the goat baths. It, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. You can't just hand somebody a goat. Yeah, you so have to take care of it for the rest of the whole season. The goat feed 
was extremely corny for me. I just, I, I expected something way different. I expected her to like, you know, do something radical, like something out of the blue through the limo itself. Like I didn't expect her to get out and then show her goat feet. That was, that was not how I expected that to go. I will say it was good for TV. It was a good TV moment. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice uh, moment where people are like, oh, look at that, goat feet. But that's about it. <laughs> um, so, but- Trevor, would you like to um, introduce Elena, your fettuccine sister, and talk about her entrance? Uh, yes. Um, I find her to be absolutely gorgeous. I uh, love the fact that she brought a bowl of spaghetti with her. Um, that, was her that was your fettuccine <laughs> moment. That was part, that was, she was part of the fettuccine sisters for that spaghetti moment. I know, right? I'm so happy. I almost gave her the best entrance, but I'm not. I have another one. Um, but this was such a good move because the women were watching in the window and she technically got the first kiss of the season by doing this. Yeah, that, uh, so I, I like uh, Alana. I love her. She uh, seems very sweet and all of that stuff, but um, I don't know what I feel about that uh, with, the, with the spaghetti and the, and the kiss and all of that stuff because I just feel that um, that was kind of forced on Matt. Like, um, she was trying to do the lady and the trap moment, but I feel it was a little too early. Like, it was literally like she meeting a stranger and then saying, hey, let's share the spaghetti between us and then let's just kiss, which is great for the TV show, but I don't know how that's gonna go ahead for her like later on in the show. I hope, you know, she has a nice arc. Um, I hope she goes far in the show, but I'm not sure about that entrance, like that specific moment. Other than that, absolutely loved it. Spaghetti is the way to go. Just it, was a, it was a good move on her book to be able to get that first kiss. I mean, yes, was it forced? Absolutely. But she was able to get that first kiss, get that first like physical chemistry connection. So I thought that was kind of smart thinking on her part. Um, Another strategic move. Definitely. There, these women came in with strategies, and I'm here for it. Now, the next woman, she definitely came in with a strategy, Kylie. Showing up in her oh, lingerie, wow. having Matt James pick her dress. This was my best limo entrance. And if, like, look, you really have to have confidence to do that. I would never do that. I would never walk out in like my bra and underwear and be like, oh, pick my dress for me. That takes just a next level confidence. And she has it. She executed it. She didn't even flinch. They're in Pennsylvania. It is cold outside, I bet. Now go ahead and roast me. Okay, uh, Bracken, you want to go first or uh, should I go first? I No, you go. <laughs> okay. Um... Lauren, here's the thing. I uh, genuinely love that confidence, all right? I genuinely do. I absolutely adore that confidence because I'm one of those guys who is, you know, that kind of a guy who who, who loves confidence. Like, I I am the same kind of a guy, but in another sense. Like, I'm not going to, you know, do that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I, 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 when I see confidence, I respect it. 
at the same time, I feel that that was the most attention grabbing thing that one could do after uh, something that had happened before with um, Katie. Uh, so, so Katie's idea of a prop was, I, I don't know about that. I, I, there's a lot of stuff to say about that later on. I'm going to get to it. But I, I feel after Katie, it was Katie. And, and I just feel, or Kylie, I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm uh, slaughtering the name. But um, I just feel that that was extremely attention grabbing. That was meant just for Matt James to, you know, see her body and be like, okay, yeah, she has a great body and uh, I really appreciate that. And, and that's about it. It was, I feel, okay, see, there's a difference between confidence and then um, doing attention grabbing things just for the sake look, of it. Look, the attention grabbing confidence and the boldness of it all is why it was my favorite limo entrance. She just rocked it. She had a mission and she accomplished it. She hit the ball out of the park the women were shook. Matt James was shook. I was shook. I'm sure the producers were shook. It was just perfect to me. I loved it. it was At great. what cost, though? At what cost are you going to be? Uh, oh my gosh, she, she. I mean, she's beautiful, so she looked great. She Beautiful's is, yes. That's that's. But it was just, it was just okay. a good entrance and all. I thought it was well executed, plan a good strategy, and I, I think it worked because she stayed. I think it's good. I think it's good strategy for like short term, but I think long term it won't be because uh, I just don't think that's a thing that's gonna make that's gonna kind of have a lot of longevity in the show. Yeah, I can agree with that in the sense that Kaylee's or Kayla's Kayla's entrance definitely has more longevity appeal to it than Kylie's. That's good TV. That's good TV. Yeah, as a reality TV connoisseur, you should appreciate it, Bracken. I get respect where respect is due. <laughs> All right, so moving on, we have Abigail, who right away is just open and honest with Matt. She's like, I was born deaf. I have a hearing impairment. I'm going to be reading your lips the whole night. Um, and I thought that was very smart of her to do, just like right away be like, look, this is where I am. This is what it is. Very matter of fact. And I think it worked because she not only gets the first impression rose, but when she walks away, he just, she, he just smiles so big when she leaves his, his entrance, her, from her entrance. When I first saw her intro, I had a feeling that she was going to make big splashes in the show. Cause I, I don't know, something about her just made me feel like that he was going to like her. I'm not sure what it was, but I guess it's her, she was very like subdued and compared to all the other women. I feel like he would, he would have, and that was a good contrast to the rest of the group. I think that's why he zoned in on her. She's going really well, but I just feel that it's like a carrot hanging in front of me and then they're going to snatch it away at the end, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see her heartbroken. That's what I mean when I say I don't know about her because I kind of find her really sweet. Like, I, I genuinely like her. She like, has the makings to be the perfect bachelorette. She could have her own season tomorrow and it would be fantastic. Right, I don't want her to be heartbroken like by by Matt James and his decisions oh. later on, just because you know maybe his decisions didn't go the way that she thought it would. I I feel that she she deserves something nice. Like I I felt that she was really sweet at least 
for me she still stays at top 3 but i'm being really cautious just because if what you guys are saying is true and the show is just completely dependent upon the drama then i feel that they're going to snatch her away from us later on and it's going to be a really emotional ending and i don't i'm not ready for that abigail don't go you're awesome yeah um yeah her age break it to you but i'm pretty sure that all 32 women are going to get their hearts broken at some point in the show so guys just be ready for it now <laughs> right, but i want her to get the end prize like you know okay yeah i i, I have right. to choose between maggie and abigail and mj which i don't like doing but at the same time you know i do want her to get something at the end maybe she's going to be one of the people boxing you never know I think no. we'll see a lot of Abigail. I do think we'll see a lot of Abigail and it's going to be good and I I just see a happy future for Abigail regardless of if she ends up with Matt James or not. I want to know who are the two women boxing because I hope that's not Abigail. Oh, well, we will see. We'll see. Um so then the next um few entrances I kind of don't have a lot to say. There's Corinne who's your other for the Cheney sister who goes home very sad and Marilyn, Imani, Lauren and Piper. Um they're um Their entrances didn't get a lot of screen time. What I got from them basically was I loved Lauren's dress and Piper has the same last name as Matt James. And the, the, they just didn't get a lot of screen time. So um I was really sad that Corinne left. Corinne, you shall remain the OG Fettuccini sister. Um you shall remain in our hearts forever and ever. Uh don't feel like as if you've forgotten you. Plus, if you want to send me a bag of Fettuccini, um I'll, I'll DM me and I'll send you the address. Let's uh, let's bond over pasta. Yeah. Um. Next, we have an entrance that I think you two probably really liked. It was MJ with her pizza delivery, and I thought it was cute. And she had a good attitude, even though she kind of messed up a little bit in the beginning. And I, I overall, I really liked the entrance itself. I yeah, I think she's gonna get a lot of screen time. I think I think she's going pretty far because she was in the show a lot. I feel like. Yeah, MJ was one of Charvel's favorites. So Charvel, please tell us what you have to say. <laughs> MJ for me was one of the best best contestants in this because uh her pizza delivery uh mistake was so genuine like it it just happened with her like you know it, it and she just went along with it like okay yeah she she forgot to get the pizza <laughs> and that happened it was really funny <laughs> right and and it, it brought a genuine smile and a, and and a chuckle on Matt James face and I was like okay yeah she's uh, she's definitely like you know able to hit it well even though she kind of made a mistake over there because I think he, he just found it cute like the rest of us I found it cute I was like oh, that <laughs> yeah cuz <'cause laughs> that kind of stuff happens in this you know day to day life and, and that just shows that how genuine she is and I like that uh plus she is extremely beautiful extremely beautiful yeah it was a good entrance um followed by an entrance we saw in the the beginning Katie's who she does say that she had a strategy and a game plan coming in which we talked about in our breakdown about how she's a bachelor super fan and i was talking about how i view this as like a competition sport in a way like a very intense mind game psychological sport where you have to come in with these strategies and she was going to be somebody who was prepared prepared from the beginning and she openly admits it when she pulls out her vibrator and i was it was not the entrance i expected but it is what we got and it was her gimmick the whole night she really she really committed to the vibrator role 
Bracken yeah. is shaking yeah. his head at me. He's he, yeah. you didn't like it. I got three words. This is and this is in this is in sequence. I said, "Oh, wow, gross." That's that's, that's the three words I got for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how Matt James felt about it. It, it almost seemed like it was an awkward, like, haha, that's funny. Maybe he yeah. enjoyed it. But he was, but at the end, when she was walking away, he was really laughing. So maybe he really found it funny. Maybe. It depends upon how you perceive that joke. Like, for me, the, the, that prop was a complete fail. That was. It was not, not the prop of the week. <laughs> not at all. The next entrances. We're pretty bland. It was Amber on the bike. Kimberly, why the fish? I don't know. I give her my participation trophy. I think she had a plan and it just didn't go very well. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the plan was. I wish it was, I wish it would have worked out. Then we had Cassandra with the football jersey. Um, Ileana, where she fed him meatballs. Interesting, interesting entrances. But then we get to Kit's entrance where she has poppin' music in the background. She comes in in a Bentley, and she says her name is Kit, which stands for keep in touch. And she's not wrong about go big or go home. <laughs> I was confused. I, I didn't get the whole name thing out. I, I, I couldn't tell if that was actually her real name. or that that's, her, that's her real name. Her name is okay. Kit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I thought it was a... She's 21. She's the youngest one. She came in... She came in in style, and it seemed like Matt liked it. Was it stylish? I don't know. Her she, had, she had her mother's dress on. She, her mom, Cynthia Rowley, and she was wearing a Cynthia Rowley dress, feathered dress. She came in on a Bentley, very New York style, and um, she lived up to her fashion entrepreneur slash socialite title. Her, uh, her dress gave me, like, um, give me pinata vibes. It was fluffy. Yeah. It was not, not your best dressed woman of the night? Not quite, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Charville, Queen Victoria, she comes in being carried by these, I guarantee you they had to be interns. They had these masks on, you know, they, they weren't part of like Nima Colon staff. I don't know. They looked like bachelor interns carrying her in. And she says, the queen is here. Um, I don't know whether I was extremely into it. I feel that um, that was, again, a little corny, but she kind of stuck to that stuff until the end. She kept calling herself queen. Totally committed. Like Katie with hers, she committed even further. Right. And and I will give you props where props is due. In the breakdown, you're like, could it be a reference to Queen Victoria, like the actual queen? And she did compare herself to Queen Victoria, the actual queen. So you did get that correct. Another touchdown for us. Um, I, have a question. I have a question about The Bachelor. Yes. So I know like on shows like Big Brother, which I'm really into, the producers will go and recruit people instead of taking the people who are um, yeah. going to be casted. Like a plant. Yeah, like yeah, like a plant. Like Because they're like, you know, good for TV or they're like right. a certain like stereotype. Does the bachelor do that as well, or is that just? I have heard rumors that there's producer plants, or maybe there's contestants that the producers make deals with, like, "Hey, if you do this, we'll send you to paradise." Um, I don't know. Victoria seems like she's a big personality. I don't know if she's necessarily a plant, but she could be. I don't know my plant. My plant radar was going off whenever I saw her, but 
Maybe she's genuine. I don't know. We'll see. Because she also got a rose, so. She did. She got the last rose, and I knew it. I knew she was going to get the last rose. They always save the most dramatic one for the last. It also makes me think it's a plant, but maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, the producers love her. Regardless of if she's a plant or not, the producers love her, and they want to keep her around. Sure. I need to know what she does for a living. Like, what's her job? Oh, I think she owns a tanning company. Yeah, she owns a tanning company. Yeah, it said her profession. It really just said queen. Yeah, um, I followed her on Instagram, and she owns a tanning company. She was like, well, we'll get more into it, because after Victoria the Night starts, and Matt James starts it off with a prayer. I thought that was beautiful. I thought it was a great start, um, and it was very telling, I think, of the man who he is, and it also, to me, was telling of some of the women, how they reacted, specifically Rachel. She started crying after it, and I thought that bodes really well for their relationship. Sharma, why are you shaking your head? I thought like, oh my gosh, she was like moved to tears. I was really beautiful. Maybe they're like a really good match because of that. Like his words moved her. She's um, religious like that and feels like a connection to him from it. I thought it was a very beautiful moment. That was the most basic prayer. Okay, I love prayers. Okay, I don't have any issue with prayers. I I like the way that he started the night and Bonus points to him if he's not trying to go for the good impression in front of women over there, and I hope he's not. But but at the same time, crying over the first prayer the person says is I just felt that that was a little too emotional for her. I mean, oh you're talking gosh, about Charville. I thought it was a beautiful moment. I really thought I really wrote down it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> I I don't know what what to believe and what not Did to believe. I- said a prayer in front of 30 guys and I looked up and one of them was moved to tears I'd probably pick him on the spot praying is emotional I get it but not to that point like he's not talking about his life's issues over there he's not talking about you know like all the the travesties that he had to like um basically fight against or any of those things like he's just just basic prayer just to start the night, just to get, it's, it's sort of like an icebreaker at that point. And she started crying over that. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I like you, you're sweet, but. I'm just going to disagree here because you're not going to change I'm my sorry, mind. Sorry. I thought that was good. It was good for him. Thank you, Bracken. Thank it was you. good for him, not for her. I would say I, it's good for him. Some of the girls had weird reactions, but it was good for him. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. That's what I said. No, Charmel, you started breaking my happy moment down, and I will not stand for it. I won't (laughs) stand for this. It's good. It's good for Matt James. I don't see it being that good for Rachel, just because. No, I think it was good for Rachel. I do think it was good for Rachel, and I do think Rachel very good edit. I know that um, Sarah is the first woman he talks to, um, and then there's Sydney. And I feel like what Sydney said made it kind of seem like she's not going to stay around very long. She said she doesn't like being vulnerable. And that's literally like Matt James's word of the season. He said vulnerable probably a million times. And then we get to Rachel. And she's getting a very good edit. Which one is – I can't remember who, what she looks like. Which one is she? She was the one – she came out second. She had on that like dark green silk dress. And that she's from Georgia. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I really like Rachel, and I think Matt James really likes Rachel. I like her too. I just don't want her crying at the first sight of a prayer. 
Oh, I can't with you right now. I just can't. She's going to be very problematic if you take her to a church then. Everybody's no, going to pray. I think she just connected with Matt in that moment. They just had this spiritual connection, okay? They had this beautiful spiritual bond in that moment and it moved her to tears. Rachel, I like you. I just feel that that was a very, like, I, I don't know, man. No, I, Rachel, I, Rachel, do not listen to him. Do not. Okay. I'm probably going to edit this part out so the world doesn't even get to hear it. Rachel, oh do not God. listen to him. Somehow, if somehow you watch this, Rachel, please add Lauren on Instagram. Please. Please add me on Instagram. Please follow us at the Rosie Recap. Well, we do see our first steal of the night with Serena P. She steals Mad James away from Rachel. Um... And I think Serena P should be with Ivan from Tasha's season because Ivan was the chess guy and Serena P whips out some chess. So immediately I was like, forget Matt James. Ivan is the man for you. That was actually one of my questions to Bracken when I was watching this. I was like, did Matt James know how to play chess? Or like I don't think he did. <laughs> I, think he, I think that was a legit move he did and then he realized like that that wasn't right he's like oh no that's not what you do <laughs> yeah but i thought that was a very good mini date because chess is a very long game so she probably got some good one-on-one -on -one time then we move on to mari and he's a very cultured man because he's asking her about puerto rico and her life and her family and they get into this very deep conversation and you can see and like just matt's eyes and the way he looks at her that he's super into mari and then, here comes Katie. What did we think of Katie's interruption with Mari and that? That's probably my favorite. That was probably my favorite moment of the show. Really? Yeah, because it was such a such a such a like deep conversation about her family, and she <laughs> to talk about this. And all of a sudden, this girl comes stomping and like, "Hey, um, can I interrupt?" <laughs> and she just gets confused. So the, the best, the, the best part of that moment was when. I agree with Bracken and they're having like a deep conversation about Puerto Rico and earthquakes and hurricanes and all of that. And then uh, a vibrator comes and touches her shoulder. <laughs> and she's like, I would, honestly, like, I think I would be so mad if that, if I was talking about someone being deep, like my family like that, and someone just came up and touched me with that, I would probably be so mad. I'd be like, no, you can't talk to Matt right now. Get away. No, we're not doing this. No, I'd be so mad. Yeah, she, she was definitely mad because she kept bringing it up at least like three or four other times to other girls when she went back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Katie's, Katie's ruthless. Yeah. And she makes a comment saying that like Mari could benefit from it and she'd let her use it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. To be very honest with you, I, I, I feel that Victoria might be like one of those um obvious villains that everybody's going for yeah but katie could be uh one of those um um subtle villains where like she's trying to be ruthless towards everybody but like subtly and like you know with laughs and and kindness and all of that stuff yeah. but at the same time she gets her point across she might be somebody that you either really like or really hate She's probably doing that strategically if she was already, if she's like a super fan. Yeah. She's she, like mad already. Yeah. She's super strategic and it shows. We can definitely see her level of play is different, especially from Mari's level of play. Mari's okay. mad about it and Katie's just like, haha. She's probably trying to look like the girl that's less stressed than all the other girls because if she can make all the other girls eat her guts, 
that will show to Matt like later on. Like it'll show if you're having a bad time or a good time, you know. Yeah, I mean, in the previews, we did see Katie having a verbal altercation with one of the women, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, in a boiling point. Yeah. Okay, strategically speaking, um, if you are able to make the other person mad, then in front of the third person who doesn't know why the other person is mad, that other person becomes sort of like a like a guy who or a girl who you don't want to hang around much with because all you're seeing is 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 negative emotions come from that other person yeah even though you don't know the reason why they are being angry at that point of time so from that perspective i feel that katie could be probably trying to entice those women to actually like you know be angry at at, at her or like you know be annoyed by her and then later on just like kind of lose it in front of Matt and lose their shot with Matt because yeah. she's just going to be like oh yeah I'm just joking around I'm just I'm just kidding why do you have to take it so seriously yeah we'll definitely see how it plays out for her um the next mini date we see is Kayla's I feel like we've talked about that one quite a lot it was very good very strategic just overall great great move but then we watch Kit and Matt have their little New York City talk and out of the shadows, Victoria, Queen Victoria. Excuse me, princess, but the queen is here. That, that didn't last two seconds, right? That conversation with Kit, like she started talking about New York. <laughs> and then <laughs> Victoria is like interrupts them. <laughs> I, I went, I, I, uh, I, I, I told Bracken about it. I was like, uh, how, how long did that conversation last? Five seconds? Like, Not very long. But Victoria snatches him away with that little side comment. Kid is pissed. I really thought they were going to be friends, but now I don't think they are going to be friends. I think they're going to be enemies. And Victoria seems to be just a troublemaker in general because right. she goes in and she's like telling the women that they need to go after Matt, which honestly, playing devil's advocate for her these women do need to be more sort of, they, if they want their time, they need to go get it like that. Obviously, Victoria wasn't the only one interrupting. We saw other people do it. Just the way she did it made the person pretty upset. But she just is rubbing people the wrong way already. She's like a queen bee. She's, she's buzzing around everyone's conversations, just trying to butt in, you know? <laughs> she, she gives me major Regina George vibes from Mean Girls. Do you think Matt kind of um, understands these subtle signals that, that that's going on around him like does he see Victoria call her princess and like you know well obviously he was there I think he right, but notices he it but does he notice it like is he able to play that as I don't know I mean I I know that even if he doesn't want to keep around the producers are going to make him because she's she's a producer's dream that, that begs the question whether she is over here just for the fame aspect of it or is she actually interested in Matt? Because if that's the situation, if, 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 if it's just for the fame and just for screen time, then we're going to see a lot of her doing a lot of ridiculous things like these, mm -hmm. but then I don't see her be with Matt at the end. We're going to see a lot of ridiculous things, I think, out of Korea. Um... I do want to um, give out my award, the, the participation trophy. 
to um, Cassandra. Ah. For the for the Mrs. James uh, jersey. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little too much. I'm sorry <laughs> for a guy who, who is not looking, who's vulnerable, who is like kind of scared of commitment and all of that stuff. That was well, not the way to go about it. We have seen entrances like that before. Kaylin Miller Keys. Um, came out with a sash that said Mrs. Underwood for Colton Underwood season. And she made it to the final four. So some people really like that and some people really don't. Clearly Matt wasn't that into it. Yeah, I think that was one of the worst limo entrances actually for the whole yeah. time. Wow. Yeah. Um, so then we see Bree and Matt talk, which they have a very similar story with their parents. And just the way he looks at Bree makes me think she's it. No. I think Brie has a ring on her finger, maybe. The way no. he is so in love. There is hearts coming out of his eyes when he looks at her. No. What do you mean? No. No, that's, that's not for Brie. Brie's good. Brie's, Brie's a nice person. She seems very sweet. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't see that chemistry, though, because... Something um, else happens later on in the night. Okay, that... yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I think, okay, I'm calling it right here, right now. Bree and Matt are engaged. Or they do get engaged. I, I'm calling it sure. that Bree might go up to top 10. Maybe top Oh, 10. she's top 2, but, Charville. Don't even start with me. But, but I don't see her winning. And being engaged uh, with Matt because because I, of Abigail getting the first impression rose is that why? Well, Abigail had a very 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 strong um, screen time this this episode, obviously for obvious reasons, which we'll get to later on. But um, I feel that with Bree, it was yes, he liked her, yes, he had a good time with her, but. Comparatively speaking, I feel he had a much better time with, with Abigail as well as some other women. And I feel that Brie is definitely a contender, but not the winner at this point. I, I don't see her winning this. Maybe it changes later on, but as of this point, it's 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 not Brie. Was she, was she the one that said like, oh, the way we looked at each other, I can just I, I like I felt something. Was that the was that her? I don't remember, but I know the way they looked at each other seemed magical. So it probably was. You know what was magical? Mari and Matt was ma magical. They did have magical moments too, but I'm sorry, Bree's moment was more magical in my opinion. Abigail and, and Matt had magical moments. Okay. Alana and Matt had magical moments. Okay, okay, okay. You just love Alana because she did the spaghetti. Let's get, let's actually talk about Abigail. She and Matt definitely do click and he seems very interested in her. And he kisses her. She doesn't kiss him. He goes in for the kiss. Bracken, what are your thoughts on that? Bold. Um, I think, especially for a guy like him who's scared of commitment and not willing to be vulnerable, that probably speaks a lot about how he feels about her. I agree. I think I think she's going far, real far. I I think she's going to be second place. Think she'd be second no. Place. You think she's going to win it? Yes. Uh, ah. What? No, you don't I, think she's going to win at Bracken? I don't think she's 
quite as like how do I say it? I think she's too low key for him. Maybe. She's a fantastic person and he's definitely into her. But I do see what you mean. I think the longer the show goes, I think I think he'll find he'll he'll like other people more. Because mm. I think I think the reason why she he gravitated towards her this episode because she was so low key compared to everyone else. Yeah, she was yeah. no Victoria out there. Exactly. I think I think as the the loud people start to go like get voted off or whatever, I think she'll start to not be as unique in the in the in the group of them. I think mm-hmm. I think they'll start liking other people more. Mm-hmm. She's great, but I don't I don't know I don't see it I don't see it I don't see the spark. So here's here's the thing. Um, Tell us the thing. <laughs> um, how do you uh, judge what the person is going to like over the course of time, depending upon what he's liking now? Like you know, it's it's literally your um, forecasting. Like in any kind of forecasting, you need a sample set that you'd be working with, right? Mm-hmm. My sample set is this episode and the amount of time that he's spending with people. And the fact that he's able to kiss her on the first episode and he reaches in and kisses her and is um, feeling confident enough with her to, 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 to do that as well as to spend the most amount of time talking uh, with her. I feel that that kind of shows that he likes uh, women who are low key, who are basically, you know, just 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 being themselves. Rachel is one of them. Abigail is one of them. Um, there are lots of women like that over there, but like uh, Abigail obviously caught his eye, um, and that's the reason why I, I I feel that I'm very sure that Victoria is going to be in the show for for the dramatic reasons, but I don't see her being over there because Matt is extremely into her here's my prediction okay yes okay, i want to hear this i think this season from my from the very first episode is gonna be full of twists and turns uh, i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna be what you think it's gonna be after after seeing jason mesnick season um he literally chose someone to marry and then backtracked and chose someone else right so i think the same thing same kind of thing might happen here i think anna oh. is gonna be the person who wins no you think anna's gonna win I think like, oh, am I gonna? Is she gonna choose me? Is he not? I'm so scared. I think that was a, I think that was a premonition of what's to come. I think, I think it was a fake out by the producers. Fake out. I think, I think she has what it takes to marry him on the way. Wow. I feel Abigail is going to get a lot of screen time just because of the fact that they are clicking so well, yeah. and because of the fact that the production has already been called out for um you know not having different people uh with with different you know basically diverse people in their in their show and i feel that that is going to play a big card all through the show and they're not going to let abigail go that that easily i'm i i genuinely feel that considering that chemistry and the fact that abigail is uh one of their cards for diversity She's gonna be there, and she might win it. No, I think I think she's gone within three or four episodes. You think Whoa! Abigail's gonna leave in three or four episodes? Oh, I I can't get behind that prediction now. Listen, I think she's gonna guy, be the final two. Guy is, um, he's allergic to commitment. As soon as he realizes what he's gotten himself into, <laughs> with, a, with a person who's partially deaf, it's not happening. It's not gonna happen for him. 
from well, that perspective, it is Katie who's going to win this then, because because commitment maybe. less. Could be. I think I think he likes a girl who's more in his face. Rackin, I I cannot wait to see how your prediction pans out. Mark my words. Mark my words. Mark your. We're marking your words. It's um, it's it's in the document now. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. So we go into the rose ceremony. Gree gets the first rose. And getting the first rose in the rose ceremony is almost like getting the first impression rose. I mean, she's at the forefront of his mind. That's This is part of the reason why I think she gets the ring in the end. Second rose goes to Rachel. Then best dressed, of course, Chelsea, third. Sarah's fourth. MJ, fifth. Serena P. Kayla. I was kind of surprised Kayla was seventh. I thought she would maybe be higher up on the list. Then there's yeah. Kristen, Kit, Maggie, Piper, Mari, Ileana, who we didn't see hardly at all, so I was surprised she got a rose. I thought she was going to be one of our night one girls, but she pulls through another week. Jacinia, who Charville said was going to be gone, she is here. <laughs> well, uh, I thought she was going to be gone, too. Really? Yeah. Then we have Kylie, who had her very bold Limo entrance, which was the best limo entrance in my professional opinion. Marilyn gets a rose after her breakdown and her um, ITM confessional. She says, do you like me, sir? And I just thought that was really funny. Then Serena C., Lauren, Sydney, Elena, Katie. Yes, yes you're, you're your favorite. Katie, Anna, and then Victoria. So we lost Alicia the ballerina, Sine with the goat feet, Kimberly, who was my participation trophy for her her fish bit that I I don't think came across I, the way it was meant. I found that very funny because uh, she thought that he's going to catch it and that did not. And then he didn't catch it. It was probably going to be something like "You're such a catch," haha. <laughs> but it, it just didn't work because he didn't catch it. It was a very at James's part. I don't know. And then we had Carolyn, our lavender giver. Imani, who was so beautiful. I can't believe she didn't stay. Yeah, Amber, a- our single mom, Amber, who I really wanted to hear her story. Yeah, I, was I, really her. I thought she was going to stay for sure. I thought Amber was definitely going to stay. And I was shocked that she left. I really, really, really wanted to know more about Amber. And she, we didn't even hear her say meow. Remember that was the whole thing that was like, she meows and says, said, excuse me, and she didn't meow at all. Yes. Uh, where were the cats? Where was that? Where was that? Why did we? Why was that introduced to us and then not shown? I okay. I was disappointed with some some of the entrances. One was Amber, and one was uh, the other one was Sarah. I thought that she is actually going to fire dance. That didn't happen. I know. I said that I wanted her to fire dance, and then she didn't. Yeah. Um. And then Amber just came in and then went. Like, I, come on. I, you were not there at all. I want you to know more about you. I want to know I how know. you're a single mom, about your punk rock uh, music, about um, the, all the meows. Uh, come on. So then we also lost Corinne, one of your fettuccine sisters. Very sad. No. And we also lost Cassandra. So we end the episode with a very dramatic looking trailer. We see new women are arriving. Mm. in the coming weeks which is just like what's with that why, why that like really shakes me i don't know like because we had that happen last season with 
Tasha, but Tasha came in after Claire left, so that made sense to have new guys. Obviously, Matt James stays the whole time. Oh, I know. I'll give you my. I'll give you what I think. Okay, so, tell us. So I'm. I have seen a couple of, a couple of seasons of Love Island, mm-hmm. which is a really dramatic show, which is great. And what they do is they bring in new guys and new girls all the time. That's like what they do in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, so I think that after the excess of like Love Island and that stuff, I think they're just gonna bring it over. I I love when shows do that. It, it really shakes up yeah. everything. They get a whole new whole new whole new playing ground, and the whole thing shakes up. It's great. Right. I I do think it's gonna shake things up, and it makes for really good TV. What's really gonna shake things up? is Heather Martin coming back, it looks like. Heather Martin was a contestant on Colton's season of The Bachelor. She's a previous contestant. Um, she didn't go to Paradise or anything, but she made it, I think, to, like, at least top 12 on Colton's season. I don't remember her actual placing. But she was a pretty, like, keen participant contestant in that season. So the fact that she's coming to Matt James is, is really cool. I but love when we have repeat contestants. It's not the first time it's been done. But I do like that. Women were not happy to see her, it seemed like. Yeah, because she's like a threat. She's already done the show. She already knows what she's coming into. She's yeah. the biggest threat to Katie. Isn't isn't that isn't that good though? Like, I mean, you get to learn more, right? I mean, when, when, when somebody comes I don't think it's throat. good when new women come for the women because they're trying to dwindle them down. Right, right, right. Uh but I'm talking about it strategically. Like, is it's better to have a friend than a foe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you would think so. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they just want Matt James all to themselves. It's, it's going to be good for ratings because people want to see yeah. people. Yeah. It's definitely going to be good for ratings. I'm excited to see how the season pans out. It's definitely going to be super entertaining. And it's Nima Colon already looks 100 times better than looking to us. So it's going to be a really, really good season. And it looks like their dates that they're going to have are intense and they're looking a lot like bachelor dates not what we saw all these like thrown together quarantine dates in the previous bachelorette so this is going to be a very exciting season it was a great first episode i really think great, it was great. first episode great really entertaining strong i give it an a plus in my book i thought it was good especially since there's so many women like it's it's hard to have people shine when there's so many but i thought they had lots of good people who shine through lots of good standouts i agree yeah so now we had a fun little bachelor bingo game that we had some participants playing off of our Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, please follow us at the Rosie Recap. And our bingo winner was um, Bachelor Nation Tea Room. They're um, this really awesome account on Instagram. You should definitely check out their page. Their at is literally Bachelor Nation Tea Room. Um, it's Emily and Kylie who run the account and. As the winners of our bingo game, they got to give us a couple questions that we would answer at the end here, just give our thoughts and opinions. So thank you so much, Emily and Kylie at Bachelor Nation Tea Room for submitting these questions. The first one is, what are your thoughts about a Kit versus Victoria showdown and rivalry? I've already spoken on it saying that I thought they were going to be friends, and now it really does look like they're going to be rivals. I don't know, maybe they find their common ground and mend it but i do think in the coming episodes we're definitely going to see kit versus victoria here's, here's the question who's gonna who's gonna outlast with the other one yeah i could see them on a two-on-one date or 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 um it can be that um both of them kind of patch up they realize that they are stronger together than against each other uh, i'm yeah. not I'm, that's what's gonna happen <laughs> Emily, I, 
Emily and Kylie also want us to say if we think if it does happen, how crazy do we think it will get? Okay, if it does happen, it's going to get really crazy because both of them don't stand back at all. Like they don't stand down. Uh, Victoria for sure does not stand down. And uh, oh, yeah. from, by the looks of it is not a person who, um, you know, likes to be um, shown what to do and, and given titles by somebody else. Like she's one of those people who likes to take what she likes, you know, basically. So I don't, I don't, I don't see either of the women standing down at all. They are going to go um, swords flaming at each other, basically. Yeah. It's it's gonna be something. Ooh, maybe that boxing uh, boxing matches between Victoria and Kit. I could see that happening. That could definitely. Ha I think that could definitely happen. All right. Yeah. So the next question they have for us is, do you have any thoughts about Abigail and her being deaf and the representation it is bringing for girls watching um, to the show that are similar to her? And we are going to do our Rosie Awards at the end, but I might as well give it now. I'm giving my Rosie Award to Abigail because of this. I think the courage that it's really taken for her to even come on a show like this where she is like a groundbreaking contestant where they've never had a deaf, a deaf contestant or any hearing impaired contestants ever. That's just like amazing. And it's showing how the the show itself is becoming more progressive and their casting and their inclusion. And I think girls at home, guys at home, anybody who has this hearing impairment will watch it and they'll feel a connection to her and they'll feel inspired. And I just really think that was such an amazing thing on the producer's part to have her on the show and for Abigail to be willing to put herself out there knowing that there's probably going to be criticism because people are just brutal and she deserves all the love and support in the world. And that's why she gets my Rosie award for tonight. The question is, Is will her impairment be a negative for Matt James or a positive? I guess we'll find out because he's scared of, he's scared of, he's scared of responsibility in, and having a relationship, I feel like. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that plays out. But I think, I think she's a great person. I think she's, she'd be a, I think, I think Matt be, would be lucky to have her, so. Yeah, it, it's, it's really awesome that she's here. I um, spoke for, I don't know how many, five minutes, I guess, last time about Abigail. And I can't stop speaking about her. Um, I deeply, deeply, deeply respect her. Um, she um, coming to the show with an impairment is is, is just it's just awesome, and um, you know respects for that. I feel that um, as a show demographic, um, I, I feel that that it's good, definitely going to you know change things up a little bit mm -hmm. where. Um, it's going to start um, affecting more people because people want to see diversity. Like people want people want people like them to be to be in in, in that kind of a position. Exactly. You know? And and um, that's that's a whole issue with diversity. Where like if you're not having a diverse enough show, then you basically are not um, you know satisfying that specific uh, basic need that people have where they want to see uh, people similar to themselves be on the show and win stuff. And, and then they're going to get inspiration through them. And that's a very uh, intrinsic part of any show. Um, so I honestly feel that it's a very good step from uh, ABC uh, yeah. and as well as The Bachelor for them to like um, 
get a contestant who is uh, hearing impaired, um, you know, it definitely brings a diversity, but I just hope that they're not doing this only for the sake of diversity. Like, I just mm-hmm. hope that she does not end up being just a showpiece for the, for the show. I because 100% agree. 100% agree with you. I don't, I don't think she's a plant, but that's the only thing where it starts to get weird is if the producers are planting people just to fill quotas, you know. And I, I, I still want them to pick from people who want to be casted, so they only get a bunch of, you know, people who don't really want to be there and they're just there for the fame. But, um, uh, but what about Abigail, I'd say that um, I agree with you, Lauren, completely. Mm-hmm. Um, she, for me, definitely gets the Rosie Award. She gets yours too? <laughs> yes. And uh, that doesn't mean that I've forgotten about Maggie and MJ. You you guys are up there still. And Alana, you're always there with the pasta up over there. I thought and... Alana would get your Rosie Award for the pasta. <laughs> no, um, yeah, pasta does make a lot of difference for me. But at the same time, um, Abigail kind of won my heart with the, with the story and with what she's facing and why she's over there. And I can... I can just see why she's that sweet right. and you know why why Matt James is already into her. Yeah. So, Bracken, who's your Rosie Award tonight? I gotta give it to Miss Plant or No Plants, Queen Victoria. Oh, I love wow. it. Wow. <laughs> you need a person like that to keep the show afloat. You know, you always need I the agree. drama. With no drama, there is no The Bachelor. So you need to have a person who's in there stirring up the pot. And I think it'd be kind of cool to see how, where she goes from here because she's only going to get more likable, probably, I would imagine. Because um, she, she, she ought to tone it down if she actually wants to be with Matt, you know? Right. Well, as our reality TV junkie, I expected nothing less from you to give your Rosie Award out to her. Yep. I, I think she will. I think she will tone it down a little bit as the show goes. And I think she, it's, it's expected out of her at this point. We'll, we'll definitely see. Um, thank you so much, Bracken, for joining us today. It was great having you. We hope to have you back in the near future, if that's something you'd oh, like to do. No, you're going to be back. I love your inputs and uh, opinions. Yeah, you have they're to very, come back. Yeah, yeah, they're very spicy. They're like, you know, they, they go the opposite direction. Yeah, you kind of, you and Trevor kind of clash with your thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. <laughs> not, not all the time. We, we both felt that the vibrator was uh, not the best. Uh, <laughs> and, and you both attacked both me for liking Kylie's entrance the best, I know. But right. it's fine. Thank you again, Bracken, for joining us today. And we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. That's a wrap for the Rosie Recap.